Lifestyle choices and environmental factors impact your brain health and the physiology and psychology of your mental health. When you're ready to turn your brain on to get your game on, listen to In Your Head Radio. Now here's your host, Lee Richardson. So thanks for being with us today. We've got a really healthy show for you today. We've got Dr. Patel. He's a sought-after pharmacist, a health expert, and thought leader in the industry. Since 1999, he's been collaborating with physicians to develop customized medication for their clients and designed patient-specific drug and nutrition programs. He's been the pharmacist of choice to celebrities, CEOs, and physicians themselves. He recently published his first comprehensive book, The Glutathione Revolution, Fight Disease, Slow Aging, and Increase Energy. I've got to read that book, that's for sure. After 11 years of clinical research on the master antioxidant, glutathione, Dr. Patel shares how powerful and essential glutathione is to the body's detox system. He talks about the various benefits it has, slowing down the aging process, and explains how to increase your levels naturally. Dr. Patel is a firm believer in providing the body with its tools to defend itself and promote a healthy lifestyle that fits the pace of the modern world. In addition to all that, he is currently a licensed compounding pharmacist that's still involved in designing and compounding drugs and nutritional therapies for his patients. And those include everyday people, but also athletes, CEOs, highly stressed actors, physicians themselves. In addition to being a pharmacist, a CEO, and a leader, he is the father of three children, a husband to his supportive wife, and a son to his dad, who's the inspiration to help heal the world. Dr. Bertel, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me today. Absolutely a pleasure here. Well, you know, you you researched this for 11 years. That's That's an awful that's over a decade what got you started with the research um we started researching uh, for 11 years but that was after we discovered the the way to stabilize the glutathione before the 11 years it took me another additional four years of actually researching to develop the glutathione in the first place in a more stable form And the reason this thing all evolved was because uh, back in the early 2000s, everybody was, the big buzz was antioxidants. We need to to have enough of vitamin C in the world. People are drinking orange juices and, you know, all, everything possible to increase vitamin C, but your body does not produce vitamin C. Your body produces glutathione to actually help uh, modulate or improve your antioxidant systems in your body. And so my my everything that I research goes back to glutathione. I said, how come we are not working on glutathione and we are still working on vitamin C? And so that was the whole spark. I said, that, you know what? I want to go for the biggest bang for the buck. And that was the glutathione. And by far, it's the best product that I've ever worked on. Uh, it took me about four years to try to figure out how to stabilize the glutathione in the first place. And then 11 more years after that, try to figure out how we're going to use it in, uh, uh, to improve levels and improve outcomes for my patients. So overall, we've been working on for over 15 plus years right now. 
So, you know, when you talk about antioxidants and vitamin C, I've certainly, I've heard about that forever. And it's just in the, really, I think in the last five years that I have started to hear about glutathione. But, you know, anything that improves brain health is something that I'm very interested in because at the Brain Performance Center, we deal with all kinds of dysregulated brains. And while we can create regulation with the neurofeedback, the neuromodulation, the work that we do, it's still, you know, what's even more important is giving the brain what it needs organically. So is glutathione good for brain health? Oh boy, that's a loaded question, but I'll try to piss it out for you a little bit differently because you're right. What inspired me to work on glutathione was also because I have so many people that that I've been working with over the years. And if they are CEOs of a Fortune 50 company, uh, we don't need physical health for them. What we need is mental health from them. And all my, all the patients that I work with, the number one thing that do ask me is that, hey, is this going to make me stronger? No. Is this going to make me smarter? Or is am I going to have my brain function, uh, function at optimum speed? That's the number one question I get asked all the time. Our brain uh, is 80% filled with cholesterol and oils. And once the cholesterol or oils gets rancid or oxidized, uh, it it really affects our mental capacity to to have a proper thought process and to uh, ability to handle common situations. And so our body produces glutathione to keep that antioxidant effect in the brain uh, to a bare min, uh, to, to maximum. So the oxidation process is at bare minimum. And so, um, I would love to see uh, uh, everybody's glutathione levels up to optimum only in one hope that uh, that this will help them never reduce the memory power and the ability to, to connect dots. And so, so I, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's just, how do you measure that? Is it from a blood from blood work? Um, yes. Uh, so the glutathione is is produced intracellularly. So the best way to measure uh, it would be a red blood cells. So you you take the blood, uh, you draw the blood from uh, from anybody, then you spin the blood, take the water component out of there, which is a serum, uh, and or plasma, uh, and then you measure the glutathione levels only in the red blood cells because that's what really matters to us. If it's outside the cells, it the the life of glutathione inside inside the body outside the human cells is actually about about 15 minutes or less. So it doesn't help us at all. What we really want to measure is the blood, but even inside the blood, just the red blood cells. And they can do that. So is this something that is normally looked at in a, let's say in an annual physical exam? No, it's not. Why? The question is always why, why is that looked at for forever? Because until today, we never had the technology to introduce glutathione levels back into the bloodstream, into the intracellular levels. Now we do. So it, uh, we are hoping that in the next uh, decade or so, this, this thing becomes a routine test for everybody to measure that because people only measure things that they can, they can make a positive impact for it. And if they cannot make an impact, what good is a doctor telling you that, hey, uh, 
uh, Lee, your your glutathione levels are low. What should I do? Oh, well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't help, right? It helps if we have a solution for it. Then it's good to measure that because now we can we can fix it. Well, that makes a lot of sense because that would just that would be more frustrating. So. You, we talked a little bit about brain health because of my personal interest, but is it important for your overall health? Um, so glutathione, it, uh, it's the second most abundant molecule produced in the humans. It's, it's probably the more stuff we have in our body, more than glutathione is water. Uh, so it is, it, it, is, it has affecting every single reactions in your body. So if you're looking for uh, detoxification pathways, chemical reactions that are happening to clean your body up, it is it is helping them to do that. It, it even helps glutathione to bind to other toxins to basically conjugate or attach to itself, make it water soluble so your body can pee it out. And so Glutathione is, is one molecule and it has different purposes and it actually affects every single chemical reaction that happens in your body every single moment. So when you say detox, I always think the liver. So it works in coordination with the liver? So uh, the highest concentration of glutathione in your body is in your liver. Ah. Uh, so that, that that makes perfect sense because liver is one of the only organs that even if it's 70 plus percent damaged, you can literally revive it back to normal. No organs you can do that. No other organ you can do that part. So, uh, and it, what it needs to revive your liver back to normal is abundance of glutathione. Not just mediocre levels of glutathione, abundance, because that's what it's going to be necessary to clean the body out. Uh, and so whatever help you can do to to make your liver activated, to clean your body up, we need to make sure that glutathione is is part of the, uh, the main ingredient that it needs to do so. So for those listeners out there, you know, they can't necessarily or they couldn't before go ask their doctor to look at it in their blood work. What are symptoms that if your glutathione is low, I mean, are you tired all the time? What are some symptoms that people maybe could start to look at? So what we look at is, is the, the main function of glutathione is, is, is reducing oxidative stress. Now, if you just, uh, is Google, Googling a word now? I'm, I'm not sure. But anyway, if you just Google in your favorite search engines, you know, we are, we are doing, uh, we're doing playing some uh, IT games over here. If you just uh, word the glutathione and detox in your search engines. Uh, what you're going to find out is 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 that uh, I, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought, Lee. I'm so sorry. That's okay. When you get into that Google yeah. world, the same thing yeah. happens to me, man. I know. The question again. I forgot the question. Well, I was just you know thinking about people that are listening and thinking, okay, well, my doctor may not even know about it, so. I won't ask for a blood test, oh, but yeah. what should I look at in myself? Am I tired okay. all the time? Yeah, yeah. I, now I got that part. So when you Google the word glutathione and possible causes, not glutathione, the word oxidative stress and what it can cause, uh, it can literally scare the heck out of you. I mean, it can go as far as cancers and metabolic disorders like type 2 diabetes and uh, liver toxicities and fatty liver diseases. I mean, 
oxidative stress is linked to so many different issues. Now, of course, glutathione is not going to help with every single one of them uh, in, in, uh, for, for, for curing all these diseases. But what it does is that it can reduce the oxidative stress down so your body has the chance to fight it. And of course, we use pharmaceuticals to, to gain control of our body. But when, you, when we look at glutathione uh, deficiency, uh, we, I, I look at what can oxidative stress do to us. Uh, on the flip side, uh, how many of your body cannot produce glutathione at all? So those we see in young kids and the young kids that have impaired detox pathways they, they will show signs and symptoms of spectrum disorder. On one side, you have autism. On the other side, you have Asperger's and, and anything and everything in between. Uh, and so uh, spectrum disorder is if it's, uh, they are not able to detoxify the body. And so body, your mind goes into this funk that you cannot process things better, right? And, and a lot of times, I mean, I have a, in my book, I have a story about this girl that was autistic for seven years. Uh, well, she's still autistic, but for seven years, she hasn't. She didn't sleep. Her mind was always racing and just not functioning correctly. It was not firing all the neurons, and she was not able to sleep. And so her mom got the glutathione, uh, sprayed the glutathione on the body for for about two weeks, and, and about fourteen days later. For the very first time in seven years, she slept through the night. The That's amazing. And the daughter, right? And so the next thing I get is a huge letter from the mom. I think the mom was probably an English major because her English was absolutely fantastic. And it made me cry. Uh, and I was crying with the parents because how can you imagine not sleeping for seven years in a row? I can't even sleep for, if I don't sleep for three days in a row, I, I get cranky. <laughs> oh, uh, you and me both. I mean, yeah. for, for three after one day, I start to get a little cranky. Yeah, seven years. Imagine that part. And for me to give them the life back was all worth it. Is this my research and work I do was absolutely worth it? And this was this is just one of the stories. If you read the book, I mean, gosh, I got so many different types of stories that I have. In my 11 years of research, before I published the book, I did all this. I I, I collected all this data and put this put this in the book. And after that is actually I released the product. I didn't release the product until I wrote my book, did all my research for 11 plus years, and after that I released the product to the market. So, what is the product? Is it pills? Is it what is it? Uh, no, it's a topical spray. Of, of course, I mean. I would love to give a pill or a cream, a, a pill or an injection forms of glutathione. And although they're all available in the market today, your body does not absorb them at all. And that was the biggest problem. We have shots of glutathione available for like 30, 40 years. We have pills and uh, uh, I mean capsules and liposomal technology products and things like that available for a long time. Uh, it's been in the it's not just a U.S. product, but the world has seen glutathione products for many, many decades, but none of them actually gets absorbed into your red blood cells ever. And so our technology that we, we developed when we were able to get the glutathione levels into the red blood cells for the first time, 
uh, I thought, I said, now what? What am I going to do next? So that's why I, I did the research part, and literally we we released a product back in the uh, middle of the pandemic, uh, and the product name is called Gluteril. Uh, it's a it's a scientific name because again I'm a pharmacist. I like scientific names. I didn't want to make a commercial name, uh, so I, I named it called product called Gluteril. It's a topical spray that you apply in your body, and within seconds it's already. Uh, uh, is getting absorbed into uh, 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 through your skin. Hmm. So you spray it once a day. Um, so glutathione has um, has a very short life in your body. Uh, as I said, if it's outside the human cells, well, outside the cellular uh, cells and inside your body, it lasts about fifteen minutes. Uh, if it's inside the cell, it lasts about about two to three days. In my original research, when I used the products, uh, we were only able to uh, stay, uh, we were only able to keep inside the body for about four to six hours. And of, of course, keep in mind when we did the original study, it was only doing like few patients and uh, only were doing for a couple of days in a row for test, uh, for just for testing purposes. Uh, but if you do the calculations correctly, that over time, it can last you up to 12 hours. So we always recommend using twice a day uh, unless you have an acute problem. And we work with physicians all the time. So doctors may prescribe for you, uh, use four times a day or five times a day or up to six times a day sometimes. But average person, twice a day is all you need. Uh, you'll have more glutathione levels in your body than ever before if you just use it twice a day. So what that tells me is it works on inflammation in the body. Is that correct? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That was the main thing, right? If you look at all the research on glutathione, I mean, I, I can go back 20, 30, 40 years now. Uh, your inflammatory markers in your body goes up high and you have inflammation because the body does not know what they're attacking, right? And so the inflammation goes up high and and uh, and we know, we, we knew that in, in the last few years, what happens when the inflammation goes up high because the body doesn't know what it's attacking. Uh, and so... To bring inflammation down, uh, the body produces uh, lots of glutathione. Uh, if you have inf inflammation, if you measure your glutathione levels, more than likely it's going to be zero or close to it. So, so it's so interesting to me because I think we all have inflammation personally. I, I just think that the world that we live in, I mean, the air that we breathe, we live in a pretty toxic world for but what i've noticed when when something's off in my body i'm tired all the time you know i i don't have my i don't have my spunk when and if i'm tired if i'm not sleeping i can get to be a grouchy bear um so when you said no sleep for seven years i'm like i don't think i'd want to meet that person <laughs> <laughs> probably not not but, okay yeah, that's so that is that's just that's unbelievable. But when you when you think about all, all the different ways that it benefits the body, is there what stands out to you? I mean, you've you've got hundreds of stories in the book and obviously sleep was an important one. Is there another story that kind of just stands out to you? Uh, yeah, there are about two or three of those stories. The one was my uh, my 
my brother's, uh, my, my dad's brother, my uncle, uh, my, my dad's cousin. Um, he, you know, I, I grew up with him. And so he was, uh, uh, he, he has type 2 diabetes. And of course, the type 2 diabetes is, is incurable. So he's on medication therapy management with his, with his physicians. And he, he tried to do everything possible to, to take care of him. And what I heard once that uh, he was not doing good because he was gaining weight. He gained like 40, 50 pounds. He's not doing good. Uh, and so my dad, who's, a, who's my number one patient since day one, He's been taking the glutathione with me for about nine, 10 years now. So he asked me, hey, give me a few bottles, please. Uh, I said, okay, whatever. So I gave it to him, and he was, of course, he was given to his cousin. And nine months later, he came to see my dad, and I saw him, and my jaw dropped because I saw him, and he, lo he lost 40 or 50 pounds. I said, what kind of diet are you doing? And what, what, what's he, what are you doing? You look fantastic. And oh my God, you should see the grin on his face from cheek to cheek. It was just, it was, he was just glowing, right? He goes, I'm not going to tell you what, what happened. I'm going to show you what happened. So he pulled his phone out, showed me his, uh, he goes to this healthcare plan in California. So he looked up his, his lab test and shows me his lab. Look at this thing. In March, my HbA1c level, which is the sugar levels, the three months average sugar levels, uh, anything above the level 5.7 or 6 is considered type 2 diabetic. His level was 14.1. Wow. And I goes, oh, my God, and you're still alive? You should be in coma by now, right? And it was 14.1 because he was taking three different insulins, three different pills, doing everything possible. Nothing was working. Nothing was working, right? And so he showed me his data in September. So from March to September, he showed me his data. His A1C levels was under six. And I go, my goodness, what happened? And then he showed me his medication list. He was, he was on six different medications for type 2 diabetes is down to one. Wow. And he lost weight. He looks fantastic. His glow came back. Uh, and, and so I asked him, I said, did, what, else, what did you do? I said, well, I'll tell you one thing. This magic spray of yours is truly a magic spray. That, so they all call it magic spray now. They don't call it glutathione. They call it magic spray <laughs> because it just changed the world for him. Uh, but not just that, but... Uh, he he's in the wine country. He's in the Napa Valley area, so he likes to have his glass of wine, you know, uh, more than often. You know, usually if I have one glass a week, he probably has at least four to five days a week. And so I asked him, I said, "Do you still drink wine?" And he looked at me. I said, uh, "You know where I live, right?" I said, "Yes, I do." But I, I, it's a fair question to ask because alcohol can also affect your liver, and that can affect your triglycerides and your type of diabetes, all those things. And he goes that. Um, I have not cut back on my wine drinking, but I have, I'm down to now only three days a week, but he did not stop it. Even with that, even with that, I, that story to me is something that I have never seen in my professional career before. That is pretty amazing. I, I have to say it, that is and it does, it does my heart. It warms my heart because there's so many different approaches to your brain health and to your physical health 
other than pharmacology. And th that is my goal, of course, with the Brain Performance Center, neurofeedback and psychotherapy is, is to think beyond, if we can get people to just start thinking beyond the pharmacology, which you've done an excellent job at. We've got a, just a few minutes left, and we've talked about, we've kind of touched on why it's important for our overall health. And just really quickly in the last few minutes, what do you think are the key benefits of glutathione? So um, the key benefits to me always goes back to what things we cannot avoid. We cannot avoid breathing air. We cannot avoid staying out of pollution. We cannot avoid sun, sunlight, sun rays. We cannot avoid uh, drinking water that, it, that may not be completely 100% pure all the time. We cannot uh, stop eating foods that we know that may be laced with some sort of fertilizers or, or pesticides. So if we cannot avoid any of these things, then we, we, we need to make sure that we have enough glutathione in the body to make sure that we can get rid of all this chemical pollutions, all the uh, oxidative species that are created because of sun rays and uh, heavy metal toxicities. And so making sure the glutathione is keeping our body clean at all time is very important. Now, you don't see the body from inside, right? But imagine, just imagine, close your eyes, open, just think, open a refrigerator and you see four shelves of refrigerators and all four shelves have mold on it. Ah. Now, imagine that the magic uh, Mr. Clean Glutathione comes in there and removes all the mold outside, from inside, you know, basically cleans it out, stocks with new fresh fruits and vegetables and closes the fridge up again for you. That's what I want to see in every human being on this planet. I want no moldy fridge, so to speak, it's, it's the figure of speech. Nobody body uh, uh, dirty from inside. If I can do that part, I think I can do something good for the mankind. I think you can. And it's interesting. We have similar goals. That's my goal for the brain. You know, if we can get that brain operating in a, in a regulated state and get people sleeping, because, you know, the only time those little glial cells can come out and clean up all that mess that happens all day long is those neurons and dendrites wire and fire is when you're asleep. So I share that goal with you, but I'm going to focus on the brain and you focus on the body. <laughs> Yes, no, absolutely. Thank you. And and they both are so important to our overall well-being. And, you know, used to people, you at 60, you retired. And then, it, you know, by the time 70 rolled around, you were deceased. And now, my gosh, people are working into their 70s and 80s and we live forever. So glutathione is certainly something that we all need to be attuned to as, as we look to our, forward to our future. So stay with us. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the anti-aging improvements that can be made with glutathione. That's a personal interest to me. We'll be back after these messages.
It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Biceps muscles are a characteristic part of the upper arm, and when they are strengthened, they become defined, hard, and strong. The Latin phrase for biceps muscle means two-headed muscle of the arm. The biceps crosses both the shoulder and elbow joints. Both heads arise on the scapula and join to form a single muscle belly, which is attached to the upper forearm. Because we use biceps muscles a lot in everyday use, they are usually one of the strongest muscles of your arm. Lifting weights and resistance exercises are the best ways to build the muscle, and there are a variety of biceps curls to choose from. You can do dumbbell curls, hammer curls, 21s, preacher curls, concentration curls, barbell curls, incline dumbbell curls, cable curls, and more. Be sure to include bicep curls in some form in your weightlifting routine for chiseled arms. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. I just came from Kansas where we celebrated my mother-in-law's 100th birthday. She summed up the event with a big smile as she exclaimed, I made it! According to Pew Research, there are about 7.4 centurions for every 10,000 adults. A super centurion is a person who is 110 or more. The highest life expectancies in the world are found in Monaco, followed by Japan and Singapore. The U.S. is not even in the top 10. If you're an ubermensch, that's a person who is in control of their own destiny and would like to increase your odds of living longer, you can always move to the town of Atroli on the Mediterranean coast. In this small village south of Naples, Italy, over one-third of the population are over 100 years old. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back. Now here's your host, Lee Richardson. So we've, we've been talking over the course of the show, and we've talked about glutathione and how it can help the brain and the body. And one of the things that I'm very interested on a personal level is anti-aging. And I was just curious, Dr. Patel, have you had a real success story that you can share with us around anti-aging and longevity? Uh, yes, I do. And that's this is very dear to me because it's it's my dad. Uh, my mom passed over 22 years ago. And so my dad moved in with us from Africa uh, in 2004. And so he he's with us over here. And so, of course, he was not in the greatest shape when he, when he first came to the United States. He had he has type 2 diabetes, he has arthritis, his blood pressure for years, as far, as far as I can remember that part. Um, so, uh, so of course, I did some my own hormone replacement therapy, some, some nutrition counseling for him. And uh, bless his heart, he listens to us at least. So he said, whatever you tell me, I'll do it, right? And so we did that part. And so he got his, get him stabilized enough. And then when we discovered the glutathione, he was the first patient I have on it. And he's been taking the longest in the world as of today. Uh, nobody's taken as much glutathione as he has since day one. It's been about, what, nine years, eight, nine years at this point. Uh, today, he's 87 years old. He's close to 87 years old today. He walks six miles per day. He does gardening. He does yoga about an hour, hour and a half every morning. Uh, but the best part is that uh, he, is, he no longer has inflammation and pain. So his arthritis is 
is he has no deformed joints at this point. Uh, his type two diabetes is down to one medication that is I don't consider it as a diabetic medication at all. Uh, it's the metformin that they use to to uh, to do to to gain insulin resistance, and his blood pressure has never never gone out of range at all. And so at the age of eighty seven, he is physically healthy, but more importantly, is mentally extremely sharp. He doesn't remember, he doesn't forget anything. He does everything he wants to do. Uh, and and to me, if and, and to me, when I see him, it, I, it shows to me that, oh my gosh, how can I take an 80-year-old person or, or 78-year-old person, put him on this, this, this uh, glutaril, and literally eight nine years later, I have this human being now that that today that is that is better than when he was in his fifties. That is uh, such a touching story, and to be able to do that for your dad, that's just. I mean, my mom died from stroke complications, and it was quite a while ago. And I always wished because you know, with neurofeedback, you can work with stroke stroke patients. And I always wished that I had been had done my game-changing career change in life and had the opportunity to, you know, to use neurofeedback and see what we could have reversed from that stroke. So that definitely touches my heart. The And I think we're all aging. I mean, you know the fastest aging age population is 100 and over. So it's something that we all need to start to think about. How do we take care of ourselves and how do we prepare ourselves because personally I'd like to age with grace um, and keep my just as important to me as my physical health is my mental health so those are things that are are really really important I think and it's something that all of our listeners need to start to think about what does it do for energy because I have a lot of clients and you know, it does, there is some fatigue that goes with depression, but I have just as many clients with anxiety that are just exhausted all the time. So how can glutathione help increase energy? So, yes. And uh, first of all, I'll talk about anti-aging. I don't want to age. I'm not sure about aging gracefully. I don't want to age. I have too much things in my life to do. I want my mental health to be as sharp as, as when I was 20 years old. And when I'm, when I'm turning 70, I want to be as sharp or even not sharper than that. That's what my goals are. Uh, physically, I know I'm going to age. I have no doubt about it. But mentally, I want to be sharper than a 20-year-old person. But anyway, so uh, energy level. Let's that's, that's, that's about energy level. So what drains your energy? What drains is, to me, is overload on toxins in the body, especially mold, heavy metals. Uh, when you have, or even even when you have high stress, when uh, I can go back into my cortisol years and when I, uh, endocrine system, when you have high stress, you tend to you you tend to let your guards down, and you eat junk food. You you do things that you normally would not do because under stress you're not thinking correctly, and so uh, you tend to you tend to gather a lot of this toxins inside your body. So when glutathione, if we can reduce the toxic loads out, uh, and it doesn't take that long, right? Within the first couple of weeks, the first thing that people do notice is increase in energy. 
right? They're, that's the first thing they notice. And there, there are multiple reasons. One is, of course, the toxin loads. The second is that uh, in your body, the, the Krebs cycle that produces energy is, is also, it, in that cycle, it, it, it uses glutathione to do that, uh, that, that the production of energy source comes in. So glutathione is directly, uh, pr uh, directly needed to help your body produce more energy. And so I want to make sure that it's not just a detox pathway, but it's also the chemical reaction that it happens in the body to produce energy is also getting more efficient. So now all of a sudden, the two things together, uh, where people do have more energy. I have patients that are, they cannot move, like, you know, like if somebody has Parkinson's, they're very hard to move. Of course, glutathione is not going to help them, help them with Parkinson's, but they do notice increase in energy. So they will keep on taking the glutathione because they can function better, even though the disease is very debilitating. So, you know, when you say you met, you said something about heavy metals and that yes. has that is something that I have seen in a lot of clients. And it's to me, it's a bit when they ask me, what can I do about it? Well, you know, you can de you can detox, you can there's different things you can do. But I never thought that you could hit something like that on just with a topical spray. Is did I hear you right? So, yes, uh, how can you measure heavy metals? It's hard, right? Because there's no blood test. If, if you see heavy metals in your blood, uh, we got some problems. Uh, so heavy metals, what, what they normally do is they provoke the body to release the heavy metals and you measure the urine to see how much heavy metals have been released. And so you estimate how much toxicities you have in your body. Now, of course, glutathione is not directly involved in conjugations of all the heavy metals. It may help with something like mercury a little bit, but uh, that's the only thing that we have seen in, in the theory, of course. Uh, so glutathione will help conjugate this, this heavy metals because heavy metals get stuck in the fat cells and stay there forever, but it will, it will help them by, attach to it make it water-soluble, and you can pee it out, and you can measure them in the urine. So uh, it can happen, that part, but keep in mind, the heavy metals that we are talking about is just one or two, not all of them. There's so many different types of heavy metals that, that you have in your body, and it's not going to conjugate with every one of them because they're all stuck in different parts of the body. Some are in lungs, some are in kidneys, some are in fat cells, some are in liver, uh, in spleen. It, it's all over the place. So having a Having a robust detox system, what it does then, it, it frees the body up to deal with it. I, that is of high interest to me. And I certainly, if nothing else, I will refer people to read the book. Because the book, I'm sure, gives so much information. And for those of you that weren't with us in the beginning, the name of the book is The Glutathione Revolution. And it's a book that he spent over 11 years researching. So there's a there's an awful lot of knowledge in that book. That's for sure. Well, to kind of move forward, you know, I think in the beginning you said glutathione occurs naturally. Is there any way that we can naturally rebuild our levels? Yes. So uh, in my book, I have a 14-day plan to boost your own production of glutathione. Uh, I put a 14-day plan because it sounds sexy, it's a good marketing tool, 
But that 14-day plan is my lifelong plan for me. So that diet that I have in, in that book is my actual diet every single day for the last 25 plus, 27 plus years now. So that's one way to increase the glutathione levels. So having a proper diet that 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 has avocados and some some Brazil nuts or some raw nuts and things like that to uh, to build those amino acids, which is a cysteine, glycine, and glutamine. Uh, cysteine is the the one that is scarcely found in all the foods we eat. So that's the one that you really have to make sure that that's in your diet. Uh, typical foods are whey protein. Uh, whey isolates have a lot of cysteine in there. Uh, a lot of people may, may take the uh, capsules of cysteine by itself. And cysteine is commercially available. You can just take the cysteine. And the body will, will, will take that one molecule, use the other two molecules from your diet, and try to attach them together and produce the glutathione. Now, keep in mind, our need does not change ever. Our needs are going to be either the same or sometimes as we get older, increases. Uh, and so if, if, if our needs are far surpassing what a body can produce, that's the time we need to be having some, so some sort of supplementation above and beyond our diet. And so what we have found out that people that are about the age of 30, I believe, at this point, and again, I could be, uh, it's like five years here or there, uh, their needs have far exceeded the body, what the body can produce. So that's the that's the age that I usually see that I start recommending them to, to start supplementing with some sort of glutathione products to help increase, improve the levels for them. So is there a certain age? I mean, it's that, I mean, from the from a brain standpoint, the brain doesn't get fully developed until your mid to late 20s. The 30s are rocking. The 40s, you kind of plateau. The 50s, maybe you start to experience a little cognitive decline. 60s, maybe you start to experience some cognitive impairment. And it kind of rolls on from there. Is there that timeline for age within the body, too? So, the, you know, I did not know about timeline. So thank you for sharing that. But it's it's so ironic that it coincides with when your glutathione level drops. When I say the age 30, 35 is when I started supplementing glutathione, uh, I did not finish my story that by age 40 is a must. Okay. So, so the, and that makes sense when you think about just your the evolution of, as your level of toxicity goes up, existing in the world we live in. That's right. I, I, I'm 51 today, and I can, I can positively tell you one thing, that I'm mentally sharper today than literally five years ago. And even though I, I discussed this product uh, a long time, I did not use the product initially because I didn't think I needed glutathione. But now that I know every single thing for the last four years or five years, I've been regularly taking this product every single day of my life, and it has dramatically or significantly improved my memory and cognition. 
Well, that's a big interest, I think, to everybody, because the last couple of years, you know, the, the global pandemic that we've been in, people kind of started to shut down or a lot of the clients that come to the Brain Performance Center did. And part of it was the fear and the uncertainty. And part of it was the isolation and the loneliness. And I think that as we start to pull out of this, and I believe that we are pulling out of this, that we're all interested in how, how to, I'll go back to my affirmation that I got from when the tornado destroyed my office. I'll come back bigger and better and stronger. And I think that's something that everybody is going to got in their, their mindset. So I think that people knowing that something is out there, I want to be cognitively sharp too, but I don't want to be on Vivance or Adderall or no, no I don't want that. Um, so uh, Lee, uh, I, I, I always give this example to everybody. What's the difference between the uh, Indy 500 race cars? What's the difference between the first place and the second place? Over the, last 10, the, over the last 10 years, the only the difference in the first place and second place is about 1.5 seconds. That's, That's less than I thought, yeah. It's 1.5 seconds. And you can just Google that again. Again, I'm using this word again. Google that. Uh, <laughs> And, and the thing is, the only difference between the first place and the second place or the 10th place, it's that flip of a second decision that you make. Right? So think about it. When I have, I have Olympic athletes, I have NFL athletes, MLB players, I have, I have fighters, I have boxers, uh, I have people with concussions, the, I have the... the the Hall of Famers that are they have stopped playing because of head injuries. These are all my clients for years. Well, not for years now, but it's been a couple of years that I've been dealing with them. And the one thing that they want is neuroplasticity is what, they, what the term is, what they use. And all they want is the mind back. And that's all they're that, that's what I'm using this product for is to how can they get the edge? Because if you look at the Olympic athletes, the number one and the number 10 player are identical in the ability, identical. What's the difference between the first place, second place, or the 10th place? It's just that a flip of a second decision-making process is better than the 10th player. Well, and that's how we, re that's how we respond and how we process information. Um, and it's amazing to me because when you watch the Olympics on TV and, and they're just they're neck to neck and yeah. it's so close and so tight. And I think, where does that last spurt come from? And it's certainly not motivation because they all have to have plenty of motivation to get there. They do. Uh, yeah. They do. So it's it's really food for thought because it made this has made me start thinking about. I've been so focused on how to keep my brain sharp. And now I've got to think of different ways. It's not just training the brain. It's not just creating neuroplasticity. It's not use, just using neural modulation. But there are, there are just a, a ton of other things out there. And this is a great example of one. So is this a, a product that is commonly available or is this patented? So... Yes, we we just received two patents so far. 
on, on this product. We have applied for a lot more patents right now. And of course, the the examiner had to dismantle all my findings and say, hey, you know what? This one requires a lot of work because you know patent officers get paid for the amount of work they do. If I put everything in one patent, uh, examiners will be examined forever. So he had to break it down so he can charge more fees to us. So, so far we've got two patents. There are a few more pending at this time. And as time goes by, there they have more and more patents coming through there right now. We have composition patents, the use patents, the different things that we do. But more than the more than the patents, I think the real question is that am I still funding my own research? The answer is yes. I'm working with the universities, and it's not about at this point, it's not about selling the products. It's it's more about if I can sell the products, I can use that money to do more research because at the end of the day, nobody's going to fund this for us besides myself. So I'm putting 100% of all the money that comes through this uh, from this product into developing and researching different ways to help the humankind to, to basically flourish. So it's my life goal right now at this point to do that part. So right now we are funding all the research on my own at this point. That is that is amazing, and who knows your dad your dad may still be with you when you've got that all done. Um, uh, so he regrets he would regret that part because guess what that's his only grievance in life is I said hey I feel so fantastic his 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 literally spent three days in the hospital in the last twenty years and they were all scheduled he it was scheduled uh, stay in the hospital and his only regret is that. He wishes all his friends take this product and so that he can be with them forever. Well, he's got goodness in his heart, that's for sure. Well, I'm just going to, you know, I want to play devil's advocate here for a second. Yes. We've talked about all the benefits and uh, all the goodness that can be created. I have to ask the question, are there yeah. any side effects? <laughs> so, uh Yes and no. I'll, I'll tell you both part. They, they cannot be no or yes. Uh, it isn't both. So if you look at the FDA's website, and if you just Google glutathione on FDA's website, uh, glutathione has a grass status by FDA. That means it's generally regarded as safe. Uh, in fact, all components inside the glutathione products, each and every one of them has a grass status by FDA. That means you can consume any amount you want uh, by mouth, and you'll never have to worry about it. That means you can give it to pregnancy, children, infants, adults, doesn't really matter. But there's a but, right? It's the word I say when you consume orally. I'm giving you topically. So when it gives topically, the grass status doesn't apply to this one, this product. But the chemicals are completely inert. So what we have seen is when you apply this product on your skin, of course, anything you go to your skin, the biggest concern is always rashes. And the rash can happen at the site of application or it can happen any other part of your body. Let's say you apply it on your stomach and you may have a rash on your arms. Uh, and if that happens, it's it just telling me the glutathione levels are too much for your body. You probably have too much toxins in your body. And it's telling me that, hey, you got to slow down, brother. And so all you do is reduce the dose down, the rash goes away, and I have yet to have anybody 
in thousands and hundreds of thousands of patients I've trained over the last uh, 12 years, I have never had anybody having allergic reactions to it. Uh, the rash is the only thing that I see. And again, once you reduce the dose down, I don't see any problem whatsoever. Well, thank you for sharing that because, you know, there's there's always, people always have that question about side effects. And I get that on a daily basis. Anytime I talk about what we do, what are the side effects? So, and, and those sound minimal and that as minimal as they are, they're, re- they're very easily corrected. So in the last four minutes of the show, you know, our, our listeners have heard us talk about a lot of things. What are the, the major takeaways that you want them to remember and to take away from this show and to be able to apply in their daily life? Um, so I can only tell what I do because as I have already learned the lesson that I cannot change the world. I can only change myself. And so I'll tell you what I have done over the last 20 years to change myself. And if this resonates with all the listeners, I'm, I mean, this it's all great. One, uh, avoid as much toxins as possible in your body. Number one toxin that you consume knowingly is alcohol. Have I stopped drinking alcohol? No, but I have limited uh, to bare minimum. Uh, and so that's one thing I do is to limit your, limit your toxins that you consume every single day. Second, have a healthy diet, uh, have a conscious healthy diet every single day. That alone will eliminate so many problems. That's not just food for your body, but food for your brain and your organs and every single thing. And so having a healthy diet, conscious eating is what I say. Everything that goes in your mouth, you're knowingly putting inside your mouth. Nobody has accidentally eaten anything right? They always eat knowingly. So please be aware of what goes inside your mouth because that can affect your body. Third thing is that treat your body uh, as if it's uh, whatever you do, give your body the ability to fight its own problem. Do not fight the problems for your body. Now, if you have a cut, I understand that you have to wrap it up and that's okay because the body cannot uh, wrap up himself. That's okay. But the body is very well equipped to defend itself. All we have to do is is see what the body is missing and replace that. So that's where the glutathione comes into play because that's the body's number one defense mechanism that the body produces. So if that's missing, replace that. Don't fight the problems for the body. The body can 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 do on its own. Uh, third thing is do not. I I don't exercise way out of control because any. Little stress is good for your body, but too much is not, right? So if I run for 15, 20 minutes, great. I don't want to run for three hours because that's that's just pretty extra stress on the body that the body does not need. Stress is good, but the minimum amount of stress is good. And last thing is we only got one body. What what do we have against a body that we treat so trashily, right? So pray for your body that it 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 just shines all the time and and just look in the mirror and be happy that you are in this body and and it gives pleasure it always gives pleasure to me that hey you know what this is the body that I was I, I was given and I'm gonna do whatever it takes to to keep this body healthy and alive because that's what keeps me alive well thank you so much about making the point about what you eat because your gut is your second brain 
Dr. Patel, thank you so much for being with us today. I've learned a lot. I've got some action steps I'm going to take. I so appreciate you taking an hour of your time and educating not only our listeners, but most importantly, me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Lee Richardson and the Brain Performance Center, we want to thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more episodes like this, visit us on iTunes, Google Play, Toginet, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and thebrainperformancecenter.com. 